Hey, I don't know if you saw it, but yes, Captain Kirk, he went to space this past week to oldly go where no man has gone before. 90 years old. He looks really great. He went up on Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin rocket. Yeah, I know what it looks like. Total ride, 11 minutes. He was in zero gravity for three minutes. He was so happy when he got off that rocket. He was actually a little teary-eyed. Chatner calls it the most profound experience I can imagine. Well, when he was asked what he wants to do next, I don't know if you saw this on the news, he said he was actually thinking about developing a line of women's shapewear. You know, that's all big stuff now. And he said, like, if Kim Kardashian can do it, why can't I? Yeah, I don't know if exactly it's going to work out for the guy. Hey, it's Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun show about all things digital. I'm Kim Commando, and it's Tech Refresh with Kim Commando and friends. And so guess what? Here are my friends. Ali Seligman, she's our amazing content queen. And Ben Bradley, he's our trusty news director. And our tech guy, yes, he does all the reviews. And Matt Heffler, he's our internet scout, our dedicated internet scout. And Tech Refresh is brought to you by thecurrentnewsletter.com. Have you tried it? No, you haven't. Why not? What are you waiting for? Stop ghosting me. Tech news and tips you can use right now. No ads. It's free. And you can sign up by going to this web address, thecurrentnewsletter.com. That's thecurrentnewsletter.com. All right, let's get this party started with the news that you can use to better your life and impress your family members and friends. Allie, you're up first. I am starting with some not-so-fun news. We write all the time about ways that you can protect your privacy through your smartphone. Apps you need to get rid of, clearing your location services, clearing your cookies. But maybe it doesn't all matter. That's because research... No, (laughs) say it's not true, Allie. Sadly, it seems to be. Researchers at Trinity College in Dublin, they tested six versions of Android OS... And they found that most of them are always collecting data, even if you've opted out of collection. I want to make sure we're all on the same page here. So you have the base version of Android. That's what's on like Google Pixel phones. But then the manufacturers, they all make their changes to the operating system. So they add designs, features. And that's what you see when you turn on your Samsung phone, a Xiaomi, a Huawei, if you're like me. And researchers found that right out of the box, even when your phone is idle, all of these operating systems sent device data to the developers and some third parties, even if your phone is idle. The worst part is, like I said, you can't opt out of this. Now, all of this is happening through what are called system apps. So these are, think of the pre-installed things that are really kind of the core features of your phone. So the phone app, the camera, things that you just need to use a smartphone. Some of it's through that. Okay, wait a minute. Wait, Al- Allie, hold on just a second here. Okay, so you're telling everybody that when I get a phone and it has like these system apps already built in, and I even when I'm not using them, if I'm on an Android, or in your case, the highway or the Huawei, <laughs> that the location tracking and all the data is still happening? A lot of that is happening. So it depends on the app and what system you have, what information is actually sending out. But there is a lot. So for most of them, things like device data, information about your specific phone could be location data too. And then for those third-party apps, so say you have a Samsung phone, a lot of those come pre-installed with quite a bit of Microsoft software. So what if you have the Teams app on your Samsung and you've never even opened the Teams app? Well, your phone is still pinging back information constantly to Microsoft about your device, if you ever open the app, other Microsoft apps you have. And if it is an app you open, even more data gets sent, right? How often you open it, what you do in it, how long you use it. So 
This is bad news. Uh, of course, lots of news outlets went to Google and said, Google, because they make Android, and said, hey, what's up with this? And they told the folks over at Bleeping Computer, well, this is simply how modern smartphones work. AKA, <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> this, is, this is how it's going to be. Yeah, suck it up, buttercup. This is what, this is what we have. This is how we're going to make some money. You know, at some point, they should just be giving us the phone. I mean, they are making so much money off of the data. I mean, why don't we just say, okay, if I'm going to use your phone, give it to me for free, and then you can keep all this data about it. But if you pay for your phone over $1,000, there should be some way where you're like, no, that crap's mine. This is, belongs to me. And if you want it, you should buy it from me. You know, that's almost the smart TV model now. Those smart TVs, you can get a huge TV for so cheap. And the reason it's cheap is because they just want you to have the hardware so that they can collect your data from it. They don't really care about what, what they get. What you watching. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the same thing with the Amazon Echo. I mean, those things are, for what they do, they are incredibly cheap. I mean, think about it. You can buy an Echo for $19 on sale, $15. Crazy stuff. And speaking of the TVs, folks, if you are concerned about your smart TVs tracking, and you, we know it is, and you know it is, is that they call it things like interactivity. So you're like, oh, yes, I would like that. You're turned on. Oh, that, I mean, why would I not want that? That would be amazing. Okay. So over at commando.com, we have a great tip where we walk you through turning off all the tracking on your smart TV. Allie, you had something else you wanted to share? A little iPhone fun thing. A Swiss, a student um, from a Swiss university studying technology, he decided to hack an iPhone X to make it have a USB-C port. Now, I saw this and thought, wouldn't it just be great if all of our stuff had the same kind of cables? <laughs> it would be wonderful. It would be fabulous. I still have, um, I think they're actually, my, my husband has a pair of little earbuds, and they're great headphones. He's not going to replace them anytime soon, but they use a mini USB, and it's like the only one we have in the house. And so it's just, you know, we've got this... Um, charging station with, I think, like four USB-C cables and then a mini USB just hanging out. That'd be so funny for you to like do an April Fool's prank on that and just like, you know, change it out so it's bigger and he keeps trying to put it in. It's like, what's wrong with this? What's going on with it? That's a good one. All right, Ben, what do you have for us? Well, okay. So you have all these existing membership programs, you know, the big one being Amazon Prime, 120 bucks a year. You know what all the stuff you get. You got Walmart Plus that came out, I don't know, like a year ago, 100 bucks. They've got their benefits. We have all that stuff at, at commando.com, the comparisons. Well, this week, a new membership is being offered by Best Buy. It's called Total Tech. And are you ready for how much it costs? 200 bucks a year. Ooh. For what? Total what tech. are you going to get for yeah. 200 bucks a year? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, here's the pitch because I even already got the push notification from the Best Buy app. So you get. Some things like around-the-clock tech support from Geek Squad. Up to 24 months of product protection. Free delivery, including two-day shipping and standard installation. VIP access to dedicated phone and chat teams. So you can actually talk to someone, Ooh. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's Ac worth it right there. There you go. Access to exclusive member prices and an extended 60-day return exchange window. Those are the big ones. There's a lot of little things, but this definitely isn't for everyone, and but I actually did come up with a few scenarios where it might be worth the 200 bucks. You know about how everybody for like a year has been shopping for a gaming console. You can't get the PS5, you can't get the Xbox. 
well, I guess through this program, they've already had like member exclusive uh, sales for like the PS5. So, and that doesn't guarantee it. So you're, you're basically paying 200 bucks for a better chance at scoring the system, which I guess is still cheaper than the scalpers. But more likely, let's say you buy your iPhones or your Macs at Best Buy. Well, Total Tech Protection also covers uh, Apple Care Plus insurance, which itself can cost 200 bucks or more. So if you are already going to get that, this sort of pays for itself. And if you're getting like a new TV or two, uh, and you have no interest in hanging it on the wall, hooking it all, well, Geek Squad charges like a minimum 150 bucks to do that, just just that service. So it would be covered in Total Tech also. So if you've been in any of those situations, then maybe it's worth I just don't see it being like as popular for the masses who just aren't always in the market for that stuff. Well, also, I mean, I haven't heard great things about Geek Squad. I mean, unless their policies have changed. I understand, like, they come out and they fix something. They say, oh, well, while we're here, I mean, I think that you need to have this, this, this. And then they, you know, it's a constant upsell because it's pretty hard to make money. You know, let me tell you, did I ever tell you guys a story about the Geek Squad? Mm -mm. Did I ever tell you a story? Okay. So many years ago, I got a call from a business broker. And they said, you know what? The Geek Squad is for sale. And we think that you ought to buy the Geek Squad. I said, me? Why would I buy the Geek Squad? They said, well, because you have all these radio stations in all these 400-odd cities. And then you could have a Geek Squad in every city. And you could, like, handpick that person. I'm like, oh, well, you know, that might sound interesting. You know, send me over the numbers. So they send me over the numbers. I can't tell you what the numbers were. But they were pretty big. So I called up my mentor, I mean, Fred Weber, the beer baron, the guy who owns all the distributorships in all of Detroit, gave me my first job in radio. He lives like in the penthouse of an apartment building down in Miami Beach. Then he shuttles to Chicago every once in a while. So I call up Freddie. I say, hey, Freddie, let me send you these numbers and then we can talk about it. So send him all the numbers. And I set up a, a Skype call. I'm in my conference room, and I'm going through everything, and, and he stops me after 10 minutes. And says, Kip, let me tell you something. I just have one question for you. All this looks great, but where is the TV repairman today? Oh, that's all he had to say. Just blew my idea right out of the water. I was like, okay, thanks, Fred. Have a nice day. <laughs> so much for my, So much for my good idea. But back to you, Ben, I don't know. I'm sitting here and I'm talking. I'm looking at you. I still can't get over the fact that you have the Best Buy app on your phone <laughs> with the notifications set to be on. I mean, <laughs> I thought the same thing. You know thing. how many notifications I have turned on that I don't need? <laughs> All oh, of them. Gosh. White noise. Every single one of them. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you what's on my mind. You know, a lot of Americans are still trying to figure out how ransomware works. Right. I mean, what happens and how can it really shut down these hospitals and local government schools and businesses? And of course, we can't forget the colonial pipeline, but something worse is coming down the line. It actually was reported by Gartner back in July. It's called Killware, and it's as bad as it sounds. Um, Homeland Security, of course, they've always said that ransomware attacks are for money. We know that. You know, pay the ransom, maybe we'll get your files back. But an unsuccessful killware attack on a water treatment plant in Florida eight months ago get this, it wasn't done for the money. It was done to harm and kill innocent people with contaminated water. 
Now, the Florida attack, they say it's not isolated. And we're talking about weaponized technology. It's called killware. So far, we've dodged the bullet, but we're going to see more about this. But moving on, a lucky woman was not killed. I don't know if you guys saw this story. She's actually thanking the stars because she narrowly avoided being hit by a meteorite that landed like two inches from her head while she was sleeping in her bed. Could you imagine? Ruth Hamilton, she said she was nearly starstruck when she woke up to find a space rock that tore through her roof in British Columbia. And then she talked about how she heard this loud bang and then she felt debris falling on her face. Now remember, she's in British Columbia and then suddenly she's like, wow, it's really cold in here. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> when she looked down at her pillow, she saw this meteorite lying, like I said, two inches from where she had just put her head down on the pillow. So she's all in shock. She's like, I don't know what's going on. And then she thinks to herself, well, you know, there is a construction site, maybe, you know, a couple of blocks from here. Maybe they dropped something. So the police came and then they figured out that the rock was not from a nearby construction site. And they couldn't work out where it came from. So they called the local university and they said, yes, it was a meteorite. Could you imagine? Oh, my gosh. That is a meteorite strikes. It's, you know, the, what are the, I was trying to figure that out. What are the odds of something like that happening? It has to be astronomical. Think about <laughs> it. A meteorite strikes the earth, killing everything. I don't know if you heard about this. It's a, a new Hollywood thriller that they're working on. So this meteorite comes down, kills everything. The only surviving life form is a hungry alpaca. And so you know what they're going to call it? <laughs> alpaca lips. Uh-huh. Oh, womp, womp, womp. All right, you want to stay right where you are because coming up, yes, better jokes, I promise you. And also we have some incredible tips that will make your life better, sweeter, and happier. So stay right where you are. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your favorite tech podcast. And just a quick reminder that you should rate, you should review, you should subscribe, you should follow. Tell all your family members and friends. And if you're so inclined, I mean, think about it. Everything that we do for you every single week, and I'm just going to ask one thing in return, okay, for you to spread the word about Tech Refresh. You could do it online. You could do it offline. You could make a sign. Stand on the corner and spin the sign that says, listen to Tech Refresh, go commando. Think of all the people that will be impressed and people will honk at you. You'll get new family members. Okay, maybe that's not. Um, but it would be nice if you would do something great for us. And also subscribe to The Current Newsletter. Just head over to thecurrentnewsletter.com. So these are some tips that we call digital life hacks. Like there was one that I did this past week on radio. And it, I've talked about the low power mode on your phone. I mean, you've seen it pop up and you've probably sat there and said, oh, well, this is really great. Low power mode. And it's going to conserve my battery. And it does. And it lowers the load on the battery. But on Android, you're prompted to enable the mode when the battery's like at 20%. On Apple, it's 15%. But 
here's what you may not know. You lose a lot in low power mode. Like for starters, if your phone is on 5G, it reverts back to mm, 4G. Also, your phone won't check email, update the news, the weather, your Best Buy app bin, or any other app as frequently. Okay, hey Siri and hey Google, they don't work. Notes, your photos, appointments, they're not going to be synced to the cloud until you're at least 80% charged back up. So what do you want to do? Just carry a portable battery charger, and then you won't have to deal with any of that at all. And Ben, you always have like some geek tech story. What do you have for yes. us this week? This is one of those, don't let what happened to me happen to you. And the importance oh. of, yeah, okay. Well, I won't, I won't uh, spoil anything, but, you know, Ali, I mentioned this to you a few weeks ago, and I, I don't think I, I told you, Kim, I was having issues with the space bar on my laptop. I have to hit just the right spot for it to work. <laughs> yeah, it was annoying. I'm just like, you know, three quarters of an inch this way. Anyway, I thought maybe it just needed to be cleaned under, so I made the unfortunate decision to pop off the key cover. Well, it's one of those that you have to, like, be underneath with little pins. And anyway, I had to take it somewhere to fix it. Turns out it wasn't the space bar. It was the entire, the whole keyboard component section was bowed. And I was like, well, what would even cause I'm that? sorry, wait. Mm. What word did you just use? Bowed? Bowed out, yeah. Like, warped. Oh, God. How did that happen? Yeah. Well, I asked. I said, well, what's a typical cause of this? And, well... Usually, excess, excessive exposure to internal heat. And it hit me a few months ago. I, I have two <laughs> fans inside this laptop, which is pretty standard. Started one of them, I assume just one, started making some noises. Now, it's a busy week. You want them for a few days. But I couldn't risk being without it because it's work and, you know, my personal laptop. It, it went away, and I thought, okay, it just worked itself out. Maybe it had to do a software update. Sometimes it happens. Computer was acting fine. Didn't seem to be out of the ordinary. Well... Apparently, my, uh, well, I'm trying to think of the, the word there. The fact that I just kind of blew this off, which was most mm. likely my fan, caused, yeah, the, the casing, the, the keyboard, the top keyboard, and I think part of the lower casing to bow out. And it's more expensive to fix than the computer's worth. And so now it just so oh, happens Apple's no. having a big event here in a few days with the new MacBooks, but timing is everything. So he is, listen to the fan. If it sounds weird, get it checked out. If you feel then a what lot did, of heat. Okay, wait, Ben, Ben, what yeah. did the fan sound like? You have to do the sound for us. Oh, man, it's like it's, oh, cat dying slowly. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. No, I want to hear the sound. This way, you know, you have to help people. You have to make the sound. <laughs> yeah, this is. Hey, wait, do that again. Do that again. Bra no, do it again. <laughs> like that. I mean, it wasn't too loud. It was noticeably annoying, you know, but it wasn't anything like, I've got to take this to the computer doctor's stat. You know, it wasn't like that. But it just kind of went away. Anyway. I'm sorry, Ben. You have to, Ben. Okay. So the, the moral story is that you have to make sure that you keep track of your fan or else, you Don't know, it's going to go bad on you on the keyboard. And, and that's really good. Can you do that sound one more time, please, Ben? Just one more time. <laughs> That's going to start making... I'm going to lose my voice. One question that your people trying to fix your laptop would not have known to yes. ask. Do you think the fact that you are plugged into four monitors had anything to do with this? Well, <laughs> it's plugged into a USB hub that's supposed to take a lot of that brunt. But, okay, that might, that might play a small role. That poor laptop. But I'm surprised it I only know, made I that know. sound, honestly. Uh, 
Well, it's a, it's been a trooper. Uh, you know, I've never understood, speaking of fans, I've never understood OnlyFans. I mean, why don't those people just get air conditioning? I mean, what's going on with that? Really? <laughs> All right, Allie, what's going on with you? What's your great tip to share this week? Okay, have any of you ever tried to do your signature on your computer with a mouse? Yes. <laughs> Looks awful. It's so bad. It's so bad. At best, you'll get something that looks like a little kid did it. Um, I think it's better to actually get your real signature digitally so that you can use that. Whether maybe you want to do it as your email signature, that's nice. Maybe you just want it for signing documents. There are a few ways to do it. And really, you can do it on a trackpad with your finger. That looks okay, better than the mouse. But really, I think you should grab a pen and a piece of paper. So... Draw your signature on a blank piece of paper, and then you want to take a picture with your phone or scan it. Um, you're going to want to save this at least 300 pixels wide so it doesn't get all pixelated and keep the file pretty small just in case you're sending it in things like email. You don't want that to you know, load slowly. Now, once the crop version is on your computer, you can paste it wherever you need it. If you have a Mac, there is a really handy tool in the preview app. Um, there's an option to import your signature, so it's even easier there. So you sign the piece of paper, and then you hold it up to your webcam, and just like in a second, your computer converts it into a little signature stamp that you can use in any document that you open up in preview, which is awesome. So if you need to sign anything, it's really great. Phones are pretty good, too. Wait, that's smart. Yeah, it's great. If you've never used that, it's the first time I did it, it felt like a magic trick. It's really cool. <laughs> If you can also go the app route, it is a little easier to sign with your finger on your phone. That can look a little more natural. Um, now, Adobe Acrobat for computer, definitely not free, but the Adobe Sign and Fill app is free for iOS and Android. So that's a pretty handy option too. I don't, I've never tried that Adobe app. Yeah, just makes it easier to, if you have to sign actual documents and you don't just want your you know, clean signature on your devices to copy and paste into things, it's, it's handy. You know, I saw Tom Hanks the other day in Beverly Hills, and I was like kind of a little bit of a stalker, and I said, hey, can I have your autograph? He was so nice. But he just wrote, thanks. <laughs> they didn't get it. All right, there's a, new, there's a new scam that's spreading online. It's targeting anyone selling anything. So listen up, Facebook Marketplace to Craigslist and apps like OfferUp. And the big red flag that you're going to see is the buyer asking you for your phone number, because... You know, all these sites and apps, they stress the importance of you, you know, meeting the buyer in public, there are safety rules, but the scammers have a new angle. Posing as a buyer of an item, the scammer will ask you, the seller, for your phone number. Okay, it sounds innocent enough, but then the buyer, here's where the trick comes in. They're going to ask you to prove that it's your phone number. And how do they do that? They're going to text, they're going to, how do they do that? They want you to text them a six-digit verification code that you just received. I actually got an email this morning from a woman who said, hey, I heard you talking about that, and I totally fell for that scam. Now what do I do? See, what happens is you just handed over the ability for the scammer to make calls using your phone number, using Google Voice, to do who knows what. So whatever you do, don't give your phone number out. And if you did, you have to call your carrier, probably get a new SIM card, maybe even get a new number, because who knows what they're going to be doing with it. So if you do need to give your phone number out, just use a burner app. All right, and now it's time. We're going to switch gears. Dun, dun, dun. We're going to switch gears, and we're going to do You Choose the Fake News. Hey, I have to first, before we go to fake news, This is I found this online. It was the funniest thing. I'm not going to read them all. Just read some of them. And the question that they're asking is, why did the chicken cross the road? Okay, why did the chicken cross the road? Donald Trump would say, I've been told by my many sources, good sources, and they're very, very good sources, 
that the chicken indeed crossed the road. All the fake news wants you to do is to write nasty things about the road, but it's a really, really good road. As a matter of fact, it's a beautiful road. Everybody knows how beautiful the road is. Okay. Joe Biden, why did the chicken cross the road? Why did the chicken, um, why did the chicken do the thing? Oh, forget it. You know the rest. AOC says, Chickens should not be forced to lay the eggs. This is because of corporate greed and the rich people. <laughs> eggs should be able to lay themselves. Okay. Bill Clinton, I did not cross the road with that chicken. <laughs> okay. Al Gore says, I invented the chicken. Okay, just a few more. Uh, Dr. Phil, I thought this one was great too. The problem we have here is that this chicken won't realize that he must first deal with the problem on this side of the road before he goes after the problem on the other side of the road. What we need to do is to help him realize just how dumb he is acting by not taking on his current problems before adding new problems. Uh, Ernest Hemingway, why did the chicken cross the road? To die in the rain alone. Wow. And finally, one more Colonel Sanders, why did the chicken cross the road? Did I miss one? <laughs> so, so you see, news is in the eyes of the reader, in this case, or the beholder. And so, Allie, it's your turn to stump us. And Matthew is joining us. So, Matthew, you get to play along, too, as we talk about you choose the fake news. Allie's going to give us three tech headlines that she's seen. And two are real and one is fake. Right, Al? Correct. Let's see. Okay. Let's see if you Go can guess it. it. All right. Headline number one. Family of ducks rescued by Zoom CEO Eric Yan. Okay, Eric Yan, he's a billionaire, CEO, the founder of Zoom, and now he is a hero. He typically flies under the radar. Yes, he's been in the news a lot in this past year and a half because we've all started using Zoom, but he's a relatively quiet guy. That was until he was filmed at a park near his home in Silicon Valley. As you can guess, yes, he lives in a pretty wealthy suburb there. He's got a wife and three kids. Him and the kids were out at a neighborhood park, and then they heard a lot of quacking. A duck was circling a storm drain, and wouldn't you know it, her little babies were inside. So Eric bent down. He was able to pry up part of the iron gate and allowed the little ducklings Aww. to crawl out and get back to their mom. What he didn't know was that there was a group of teenagers who saw him, and they started filming. A handful of videos landed on TikTok, and the best of the bunch, showing all the little ducklings trudging back up to their mom, has about 4 million views right now. Maybe he'll get a, a good Samaritan wow. award. Oh, even if that's not true, I love the story. Lovely. All right. Headline number two, North Korean soldier in blue generates buzz on social media. A North Korean soldier wearing the skin tight blue outfit in a state media photo is going completely viral on social media. Some people are calling him a superhero, a rocket man, Captain D DPRK, that's Democratic People's Republic of Korea. So he was one of 30 people posing in a photo with Kim Jong-un. This was a weapons system exhibition. Most of the people were just in regular green military outfits, but not this guy. He's wearing this skin-tight superhero suit, almost. He has not been identified by the North Korean government, but one professor interviewed by media outlets said, well, he just seems to be a parachutist. We'll see. Headline <laughs> number three. Man sued for defamation over missing an apostrophe in a Facebook post. 
An Australian man is in some legal trouble after a pretty sloppy rant on Facebook. So he's a real estate agent, and he accused his former employer at a real estate agency of not paying retirement funds to workers. In the post, he used the word employees, plural, when he meant to type employees with an apostrophe, referring to himself. So instead of the post claiming that one person, him, wasn't paid, it read like the firm had this major problem paying any of its employees. This, I know, it sounds like a real who's on first situation, but stay with me. So anyway, the employer sued the man for defamation, saying, no, you're making it sound like we don't pay out anybody. This is your issue. And if he loses, the guy will be paying about $180,000. So this is your reminder. Mm. One, not to air your grievances on Facebook. And two, download a grammar checking extension before you do anything like this, or you're going to get yourself in trouble. All right. So, Allie, those were all great. All right, so, Matthew, since you're new, you're new, and so how this is going to work is I'm going to step out because I actually uh, know the answer because I was working a little bit on this. And so you and Ben, Matthew and Ben, you guys have to decide which is the fake headline. So my thought process is I spend a lot of time on TikTok, and she mentioned TikTok in one of the stories, but I have not seen this on TikTok. And if I scroll for three hours on TikTok and I don't run into this thing that has four million views, then I feel like it doesn't exist. So I'm going to go with the CEO saving the ducks is not true. Okay. All right. What do you think, Ben? That's that's funny. Well, uh, the North Korean thing just, it sounds like, I don't even know how you'd make that up. And it's possible I've seen that picture somewhere. So I'm going to say that's absolutely real. That one's real. This, and the same kind of goes, you know, I can see the apostrophe. You know, that too. Now, I I am not really on TikTok ever. But No, because you're on the Best Buy app. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Trying to decide if I'm going to spend 200 bucks on a service I don't need. Yeah. So. Scrolling for hours on the... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Look at those battery chargers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I figure, had that happened, and if it was viral... A lot of times those go off platform and make their way to others. And maybe, just maybe, I would have seen that elsewhere. So I'm going to, and I'm sorry, Kim, I don't think it's all it's quacked up to be. Oh. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's what I'm calling the fake, the Zoom. All right, Al, they're both going with the duck story. All right, final answer. What's the right answer, Al? They're both right. Aw. Good job, guys. Yeah. Maybe I oversold it, but I thought that would be a pretty cute story. There actually was a guy who rescued ducks in that in that way um, back in June, but it wasn't the Zoom CEO. Oh. See, and that would have been so nice if it right? were, were the Zoom CEO, because you'd be like, oh, yeah, so you're not just like a big corporate greedy guy who's <laughs> charging me $14.99 a month so I can make a Zoom call without getting any, any getting thrown off after 40 minutes. I assume someone from Zoom will hear this and you can use that for your next PR stunt. <laughs> oh, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> there we go. Hey, coming up, it's Matt's time. Our dedicated internet scout is going to be telling us what's big and trending on the internet. So what do we really need to know about? So this way, when we're with our family members and friends, they can say, hey, did you see that? And you're like, yeah, I know all about that. So stay right where you are. Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh. Just a quick reminder to rate, review, follow, and subscribe the podcast. And while you're at it, 
Make sure that you drop by thecurrentnewsletter.com. It's tech news and tips you can use right now. You're going to love it. Sign up at thecurrentnewsletter.com. And just a little insider fun fact about The Current Newsletter. Allie, what is the official open rate for The Current Newsletter? What is that open rate? It's like almost 50%. Is that it? It is. It is our highest open rate newsletter. People love it. And you know what? And there are no unsubscribes, which is crazy. I'm like, how many people unsubscribe? And they're like, uh, nobody. So if you're not getting the current newsletter, now's the time. Head over to thecurrentnewsletter.com. All right, now it's time for Matt, our dedicated internet scout. I'm not going to say his last name because I always mispronounce it. I'm sorry, Matt. Maybe we just need to change it. Maybe your like, on-air name should be like Matt Jones, <laughs> Matt Smith. I like Matt Power oh, or uh, Matt oh, Shock, yes. you know? I like, I like <laughs> Matt Power. It's like, has that like movie thing going mm-hmm. on? Uh, a weekend yeah. weather guy. Yeah, exactly. Like a yes. yeah. weekend weather guy. Yeah, it's time Power. for Matt Power. So mad. What's going to be happening in the skies this weekend? All right. But what's going to be happening on the internet this weekend? What do you have for us? So there's a, f- a few things. Um, this first story, do you guys remember the band Smash Mouth from the 2000s, yeah. early 2000s, yeah. late 90s? Right. So they were everywhere. If you were uh, anywhere in 2001 or you had seen the movie Shrek, uh, you probably have heard their songs okay, before. Okay, but what if somebody hasn't? Okay. And we don't have a big, we don't have, we don't, wait, we don't have a big budget here for music. So you're going to have to sing it. Just a couple of phrases. Okay, so it's like a... Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. Yes, Remember that's that song? the song. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Hopefully no copyright there. Um, it was so bad that it can't be copyrighted, <laughs> I don't think so. So this past weekend, I was doom scrolling, as people say on uh, TikTok, and I came across this video of this woman who took this video of this concert, and it was really, really bad, and the lead singer's cussing at the audience, and I was like, that's really weird. Scroll past it. So then the next day, I see a similar video, uh, but it's more of an explanation. So this was, in fact, the band Smash Mouth playing at a concert at the farm that Woodstock took place at in 1969. And it was a beer and wine tasting festival. And it went horribly wrong because the lead singer proceeded to partake too much (laughs) in the beer and wine tasting (laughs) and um was cursed so he was wasted yes he was wasted and he was kind of falling asleep in the corners and yelling at the crowd and drinking on stage um and it was all caught on tiktok and so that video ended up getting about 17 million likes at this point on tiktok and quick update uh just the a couple days after i had seen this i saw a report that had said um, he announced on TMZ that the lead singer is retiring from music <laughs> after this incident. So that said, I've done. We can thank TikTok. Well, you know what? Yeah, we can take thank TikTok for finally getting rid Matt, of Smash Mouth. Here's your opportunity. <laughs> I mean, the guy's retiring. I Come know. on, what are you thinking? Hey, I mean, we all heard my rendition, and it was some would say brilliant. Oh, but I that's thought just... it. I think your mother would. But uh, what's number two on your list? Okay. So I saw, I was scrolling on uh, Twitter, and if you ever have been on Twitter, they have this thing called the trendings page, and it'll have a hashtag and a word, and it'll be like a list, 1 to 20 or 25 or 30. Um, And as I'm scrolling through that trending page, I see hashtag Pumbaa, and that kind of caught my eye, because, you know, I I grew up in the 90s, I love Lion King and Timon and Pumbaa, and so I was like, oh, I wonder what that's about, it's probably going to be really cute and 
and funny. So I click on hashtag Pumbaa, and it was this guy in a zoo, and he sees a giant javelina, and he thinks it's adorable. So he starts running towards this uh, javelina boar and just screaming Pumbaa, and the boar then proceeds to run after this man, because if you don't know, <laughs> oh, they no. are not nice animals. <laughs> oh, yikes. How badly did it end for him? You know, it doesn't really show in the video, and I was trying to find more news on it, but there hasn't been a lot of updates. Um, I know that there have been incidents of, of javelinas or boars doing serious damage. They are not the nicest of animals. So, um, you know, make, cartoon characters aren't real in real life, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Well, you know, you have to assume that it probably ended okay. Because if it right. didn't, yes, he wouldn't have posted. You know, maybe this is the story where the Zoom CEO stepped in to save <gasps> the day. Just came flying down. Him and Timon <laughs> distracted in. with a duck. <laughs> no, it was Jeff Bezos in his spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> that we won't say what the spaceship looks yes, like. Yes, no. Um. Okay, number three on your list. I saw this trailer this week that kind of caught me off guard. Um, I was just kind of scrolling on whatever app it was this time. In the morning, and I saw a whole bunch of um, comments on this one trailer, and it was called Home Sweet Home. And I didn't realize quite what it was until I watched the trailer. They are remaking the Home Alone movie from 1990. They are remaking it. Are they? I didn't know that. Almost shot for shot, exactly the same movie with exactly the same plot line, and they're remaking it. But the controversy that sparked all these comments was that Two of the characters, and if you remember the, in the original Home Alone, the robbers were kind of cartoonishly buffoons. They were just kind of like bad guys, and that was like their whole dick, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, in this new one, they've made the bad guys a couple who are trying to steal something from the family, and they're giving them like a moral like basis for their characters, and you can like empathize oh. with them. And so people are like, meh. Number one, they don't need to give those characters that kind of backstory in this kind of thing and number two why are they remaking this classic movie it's such a good movie the first time so that's what the internet is mad about i love home alone you know when you think about it though now is the best time i was just thinking about this when you were talking about about it all matt but now's the best time with the pandemic and all to order a pizza and use that line from home alone when they show up and say leave it on the doorstep and get the hell out of here you filthy animal i mean <laughs> That was the perfect time to do it. Matt, you're doing a great job. You are. You're doing hey, a fabulous thanks, job. Just wanted to let you know. And um, Allie is our amazing content queen. And Allie, what's trending over at commando.com? There is lots trending. Perhaps my favorite. This is not a brand new article, but it takes off every now and again because listen to this title. The one trick to finally clearing out your photo gallery. And yes, it's real. It's not clickbait. Go read it. if you have one of those photo galleries full of a bunch of junk like we all do. We will also tell you how you can buy all the unclaimed packages from Amazon and the United States Postal Service that don't get delivered. Yes, you can buy them. Yes, it's legal. Yes, there's a lot of really weird stuff, but you can get some pretty good deals. And we will- Okay, I have to tell you, Allie, I was over on the website and I saw that title and I was like, I'm going to read this. <laughs> it's a great- story i mean great uh, digital advice right there and i went over and i found all kinds of great things i didn't buy anything i'm just waiting for the price to come down 
that was like a whole carton of electric five dollars. I'm like, oh, that should only be like two dollars, please. <laughs> On the news side, we will tell you about a new phone scam that sounds like the police are calling. It is definitely not the police. We'll tell you what to look for because those scams, especially when it's you know something like police, people from the government, they can be pretty scary and people can fall for those. So this is one I definitely recommend reading and sharing with the vulnerable people in your life that might get fooled by something like this, even if it's not you. So head over to the website, commander.com, and you can find all that and lots more, of course. I know. You know, somebody this morning said to me, oh, I bet you know, like, you like, go commando. And I looked at him like, okay, that's only like the 800,000th <laughs> time I've heard that in my life. I mean, really. And that's commando with a K, of course. Okay, coming up, we have Ben, our trusty news director, and our bonafide geek of the week, He's going to be reviewing smart wallets. Yes, so stay right where you are. Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your favorite show about all things digital. Just a quick reminder, you want to rate, review, follow us, and subscribe, as well as sign up for the current newsletter. Head over to thecurrentnewsletter.com. And Ben, you are in the spotlight. We're doing smart wallets. You're reviewing those this week? Yeah, I've actually... Kind of a greatest hits compilation. I've reviewed a couple of different wallets, different months. And so now I'm kind of looking at them together because, you know, the problem is most of the time the wallets that we're carrying around today are just as bulky as they ever have been for decades. And they don't really need to be. I mean, do you really need all 15 credit cards and store loyalty cards and, you know, haircut appointment reminders or whatever else you have in there or pictures? Yeah, that was another one. So anyway, now you have this, and this is not just for guys, you have this growing trend of a minimalist wallet, you know, smaller form factor. You can carry four or five cards, whatever. It's meant for, for guys, it's meant for the front pocket instead of the back pocket. You know, if it's, it's smaller for a bag and some of those options are smarter. So I've had a chance to look at, um, two different wallets from two different brands. The first one, uh, and I actually ended up, uh, Buying an upgrade is a leather option from a company called Exter. $90. Called the Parliament. It's got that, and Kim, you remember this, it's got that cool little switchblade feature. You push the button and the cards pop out. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. James Bond. It is. little things in life. I just like going to buy stuff just to do that. But anyway, it it can hold around 10 cards, elastic band for cash, but it also has RFID blocking, which is cool. So you can't, you know, nobody can like digitally steal your credit card details. And you can get an optional tracking card for 50 bucks, or you spend less and get a similar shaped tile tracker. Anyway, that one is the easiest way, I think, for those trying to fight the change, you know, to transition to a smaller wallet because it still holds a lot of cards. It's got that cool trick, and they're often on sale for cheaper than 90 bucks. But that's the con. They are a little on the ex- expensive side. That one still gets four, though. Four out of five, Ben heads. Pretty good. Awesome. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. The other one I reviewed recently, and this is one uh, talked about on the show uh, a few weeks ago, but Raptic. Uh, they make like really uh, defense-minded phone cases and all this other stuff. Well, anyway, they released what they called the Raptic Tactical Wallet. Front pocket, leather wallet, but its standout features are this built-in 8-in-1 multi-tool with like screwdrivers and wire cutters and things like that, and a holder designed to keep an Apple AirTag in the center. The multi-tool is built into the wallet? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, not, it's kind of a weird thing when you think about it. It's like, you know, I mean, you know, 
why would you not want to have like <laughs> screwdrivers and bottle openers and anything else connected to your wallet? I mean, yeah. what real man wouldn't? <laughs> yes, it's exactly. it's kind of awkward. It's this little slab of metal that like attaches to it, and it's got all these little tools coming off. So it's the shape of a credit card, but you have to kind of bend the leather of the wallet to free it, and so you, that means you have to empty the wallet in order to. Anyway, it's more that part is what kind of kills the whole thing for me. It's a nice leather wallet. It's cool that it holds an AirTag, but it only holds like four cards, and that's if you don't have any cash. If you have like even a dollar bill, holds two cards. Really? The best part about, yeah. That's, okay, yeah. that's sucky. That just, I mean, who I thought know. that would be a good idea? Well, I mean, it's, it's if you're only carrying an ID and a debit card, fine. But I mean, I still prefer, even though they're on my phone too, I still prefer like health insurance cards and things like that. But anyway, cool design in terms of the AirTag. Great price compared to similar, smaller wallets. It's uh, 40 bucks. But, you know, the multi-tool is not that user-friendly. Makes it heavier. I'm not sure, you know, on a, on any given day what its real purpose would be. So that one, it's two out of five. Oh. And it's really because of the air tag wow, and the price. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. <laughs> All right. So you can learn more about Ben's reviews over on our website. So you can actually see the wallet. You can buy one if you want. And I actually got an email from Bob in Chicago. This is, this is the email. He says, Kim, I need your help. Last Sunday, I found a wallet packed with money when I was leaving church. I'm trying to figure out if I should track the person down on social media, tell them I found their wallet. But then again, because it was by church, I'm trying to decide if this was a temptation from the devil or the answer to a prayer. Can you help me out? <laughs> track him down, Bob. I, I think you should track him down, Bob. You know, karma is a bitch. Let me just tell you. Hey, this is Tech Refresh. Just a reminder, you can send us an email. You want to send that to podcasts at commando.com. That's podcasts with an S at commando.com. Matt, thanks for joining us. Ben and Allie, as always, Tech Refresh is brought to you by The Current Newsletter. Make sure you sign up now. Go to thecurrentnewsletter.com and do me a favor. If you laugh just once, make sure that you give us a great review and rate us, subscribe and follow. And we'll see you next week. 